Hello and welcome. Reverend Billy here in New York at the Earth Church. This is Earth Riot Radio. I'm here representing a community. We call ourselves the Church of Stop Shopping. Good title for the holidays. And here we are at the end of 12 moons. Another year. And what did we do? We kept at the theme, the Earth is alive. The earth is intelligent. The earth is communicating with us. That's a celebration and that's a warning. Because with the springtime of flower, there's also the power of a wildfire. We celebrate the earth no matter what. You want to save the earth? Let the earth save you. We want a new kind of earth activism. Call it ecstatic environmentalism. How does that sound? Ecstatic environmentalism. Mushrooms, music, friendship, intimacy. The earth can come through us in many ways. Gail Bradbrook's psychedelic civil disobedience, tantric sex, music, music, music. The wonderful music of the Stop Shopping Choir is what we have to offer mostly. Also a local New York jazz combo called the Fiery Eagles of Justice. We bring them back to the Earth Riot Radio every week. Walk a hundred miles. Walk slowly around a lake. How does the activist Earth come into us? Let us count the ways. Ah, uh, the childhood shock at the power when we first looked up into the starry night sky. Remember that? How old were you? Seven, eight, nine years old? The immensity, the power. Take that into the lobby of a fossil bank. That's ecstatic environmentalism. Let's start it together. A celebration and a warning. Ecstatic environmentalism. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah. And 
The great value to the human spirit of large carnivores is that it teaches humility. And goodness only knows that in the modern world, humility is the virtue in shortest supply. We are surrounded everywhere by human arrogance, and there is nothing like comparing your tracks to a grizzly bear's tracks to bring you humility, to teach you humility, to show us that we are not gods upon the planet, that we are not lords of all that we survey, but rather in Aldo Leopold's words, we are plain members and citizens of the land community. What we want to do is become the kind of people, the humble kind of people who can protect self-willed nature, who can defend its right to exist for its own sake. And all of us have to stand up, all of us together, working to save untouched nature and to rewild the landscape as well. That is our challenge. Nobody has thought more about our relationship with, with wild lands, with self-willed lands and self-willed animals than Aldo Leopold, who died over 50 years ago. In 1909, Aldo Leopold caught a train after graduating from Yale University with a master's in forestry and took the train all the way west to the territory of Arizona. 
Arizona was not yet a state. And he went to work for the newly created Forest Service in eastern Arizona and the White Mountains Blue Range Mugion Rim country, which at that time was a vast wilderness without roads. Leopold's first job for the Forest Service was to cruise timber. And he'd go into the wilderness on horseback for two weeks at a time with a crew of men counting trees. Forest Service couldn't log those trees because there were no roads, but they wanted to know what was there. But on one of those trips, Leopold and his men were about a week into the wilderness. They had stopped for lunch on a rocky little rim rock overlooking a rushing stream below. And they sat there and ate their greasy sandwiches of biscuits and bacon. And they saw a doe ford the stream below them. At least they thought it was a doe at first because of her long legs. But when a bunch of wolf pups came running out of the willows on the other side of the stream to greet their mother, Leopold realized that it was an old mama wolf they were seeing. Well, in those days, any wolf you saw was a wolf you shot. And Leopold and his men ran to their horses, pulled the 30-30s out of the scabbards, and began to blast away downhill at the wolves. Well, if you hunt, like I do, you know it's hard to aim downhill. But a lot of lead went down the hill that day. An old mama wolf crumpled. One of the pups dragged her shattered legs back in the willows to die a slow death. Leopold and his men mounted up and rode down the hill to skin out the varmints and pack their hides back to Springerville to sell. But something happened to Aldo Leopold that day in 1909. And he wrote decades later, we reached the old wolf in time to watch a fierce green fire dying in her eyes. I realized then, and I've known ever since, that there was something new to me in those eyes, something known only to the wolf and to the mountain. I was young then and full of trigger itch because fewer wolves meant more deer. I believed no wolves would mean a hunter's paradise. But after watching the green fire die, I realized that neither wolf nor mountain agreed with such a view. Aldo Leopold helped exterminate wild wolves in the southwest. They've been gone since 1935. But a few years ago, wild Mexican wolves were reintroduced into eastern Arizona. And after looking over the map, I realized that by pure serendipity, those first wolves were released only a mile from where Aldo Leopold shot the green fire wolf. That we have come full circle to be able to welcome the will Dior back into our hearts. And so join with me. Join with me in celebrating the rewilding of the continent, the return of the wolf, of the jaguar, and the return of the wild and the human heart.
They called you an unprecedented disaster. Is that right? Is that all we hear in your screaming wind? Are you a menacing, unknowable, savage world? After the storm, we, the rogue species, we stand where we burned in the trees. And we listen to your silent spring. We put our ear to the ground and hear in the traumatized lands a seed stirring sound. Your scream is a talking softly breeze. And we know that the climate tragedy, it's an instruction to us. A way forward for life. We ask that you let us make a home again. find a way to live after the storm. We promise you we are transformed. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. Yellowstone National Park has confirmed its first documented case of chronic wasting disease in the carcass of a mule deer. Sometimes called zombie deer disease, the sickness causes brain degeneration in elk, moose, and deer. It is 100% fatal with no known vaccine or treatment. Currently, biologists have no effective strategy to eradicate it once established. Chronic wasting disease was first detected in a captive deer at a Colorado research facility in the late 60s and found in wild deer in 1981. It has since spread to at least 31 states in the continental United States and has also been reported in Norway, Sweden, Finland, Canada, and South Korea. Brazil's Congress overrode a veto by President Lula and approved a law that threatens indigenous people's rights to most of the land they inhabit or claim potentially opening vast territories to deforestation, farming, and mining. The new law requires that indigenous people must provide concrete evidence that they occupied the land they claim on October 5, 1988, when the country's current constitution was enacted, a requirement that many of them have little or no hope of meeting. Under the new rule, not only can indigenous land claims currently going through the legal process be thrown out for lacking such documentation, but established legal protections for indigenous territories can also be challenged in court and rescinded. Officials in Japan are struggling to determine why hundreds of tons of fish have washed ashore in recent days. 
Earlier this month, an estimated 1,200 tons of sardines and mackerel were found floating on the surface of the sea off the fishing port of Hakodote in Hokkaido, forming a silver blanket stretching for more than a kilometer. This week, officials in Nakiri, a town on the Pacific coast hundreds of miles south of Hokkaido, were confronted with 30 to 40 tons of Japanese scaled sardines, or sapa, which had been observed in the area a couple of days earlier. Local fishers scrambled to collect the fish, fearing their carcasses would lower the oxygen content of the water as they decompose and damage the marine environment. Experts have speculated that the migratory fish in both areas had become stranded after being chased to the point of exhaustion by amberjack and other predatory fish. Mass mortality events can also occur when there are sudden drops in the water temperature. No one has been able to confirm the cause. 18 California children have sued the EPA, highlighting the distinct health risks climate change poses to young people. Their lawsuit argues the EPA disregards children's needs in environmental regulations, seeking legal recognition of their unique vulnerability. The case aligns with global movements recognizing children's rights to a healthy environment. A species of ray so rare it has only ever been recorded once in the late 1800s has been declared extinct after an assessment by an international team led by Charles Darwin University. The loss of the Java stingaree, a small relative of stingrays, is the first marine fish extinction as a result of human activity. The Java stingery was known only from a single specimen collected in 1862 from a fish market in Jakarta, Indonesia. The major gas leak from the sabotaged Nord Stream pipeline last year pushed Sweden's annual planet heating emissions up by 7%, the Swedish Environmental Protection Agency reported this week. The pollution was in the form of methane, the main component of the fossil fuel gas people use to fuel stoves and heat homes, which has more than 80 times more warming power in the short term than carbon dioxide. This gas can seep into the atmosphere from landfills, livestock, and the oil and gas industry, particularly with pipeline leaks. The September 2022 sabotage of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines, which pumped methane gas from Russia to Germany, was a major flashpoint in the energy war between Europe and Russia. Amid its invasion of Ukraine, Russia halted all gas supplies to Europe via the Nord Stream 1 at the time, blaming Western sanctions for causing technical difficulties. Authorities have yet to determine who was behind the sabotage. Scientists have fused human brain tissues to a computer chip, creating a mini-cyborg in a Petri dish that can perform math equations and recognize speech. Dubbed BrainOware, the system consists of brain cells artificially grown from human stem cells, which have been fostered to develop into a brain-like tissue. This mini-brain organoid is then hooked up to traditional hardware, where it acts as a physical reservoir that can capture and remember the information it receives from computer inputs. The researchers wanted to explore the idea of exploiting and leveraging the efficiency of the human brain's architecture to supercharge computational hardware. The sun's activity is truly picking up steam, meaning more sunspots, coronal holes, and even solar flares. The strongest yet for the current solar cycle, cycle 25, is an X2.8 class flare, the strongest recorded since September 10, 2017. The location of the flare was above the sunspot AR3514, and while it was not directly facing our planet, we were hit by the energetic release. The solar flare created a radio blackout and was one of the strongest radio events from the sun ever recorded. 
The sun goes through a cycle of activity that lasts 11 years. At solar maximum, there is the best chance to have strong flares and powerful coronal mass ejections that can lead to all sorts of space weather effects on the Earth, including radio blackouts and gorgeous northern and southern lights. The current cycle is expected to peak between January and October of 2024. Portuguese scientists have encountered the Figueiredo's trapdoor spider for the first time in 92 years. The spider is endemic to Portugal and was first described in 1931 by the pioneering entomologist Amelia Bacelar. Bacelar was only able to research female spiders in the species, and the only known examples of the species burned down in a museum fire in 1978. No biologist, until now, has ever seen a male member of the species, and no one has seen either a male or a female in 92 years. Global consumption of coal reached an all-time high in 2023 as the Earth experienced its hottest recorded year. A federal judge has denied a request from ranching groups to halt gray wolf reintroduction in Colorado, which is set to begin in a matter of days. U.S. District Judge Regina M. Rodriguez of the District of Colorado found an injunction would be contrary to the public interest as voters made wolf reintroduction a requirement of the state through public referendum. The ruling also said any delay could expose the state to liability if Colorado does not carry out its statutory mandate to reintroduce wolves. The judge's ruling allows Colorado to proceed with its plan to search for, capture, and transport up to 10 wolves from Oregon. And now, the sounds of extinction. Strong wind and heavy rain in Gaza brought even worse misery to displaced families, tearing and flooding flimsy tents, drenching clothes and blankets, and making everyone cold. At a tent camp in Rafah, located on sandy terrain strewn with rubbish, people were trying to recover from the horrible night, carrying buckets of sand to cover puddles inside or just outside their tents and hanging up wet, soggy clothes. Some families have proper tents, but others are making do with tarps or thin see-through plastic made to protect goods, not provide shelter. Many tents have no ground sheets, so people spend the night huddled on wet sand. Israel started its campaign to destroy the Hamas militant group that controls Gaza after its fighters stormed across the border fence on October 7th, killing 1,200 Israelis. Israel's bombardment and siege have killed more than 18,000 Palestinians, mostly women and children, with thousands more feared buried in rubble. At least 1.5 million Palestinians have been displaced, and hear the sound of torrential rain in Gaza.
All right, Reverend Billy again. Now, some of you environmentalists out there are waiting for the results of the COP28 International Climate Conference, and I tell you, it was a con job. Turned out badly. We got screwed by the fossil fuel corporations once again. Those billionaires surrounded by marketers and lawyers, 2,500 of them this time, more than ever, those international conferences are turning into fossil fuel picnics. Well, what did they do to us? They adjusted the language we were reading just a little bit. The marketers told the billionaires, just put the phrase transition out of fossil fuels in there and then stick with the old agreement, which is no agreement at all, to have a net zero emissions of carbon by 2050. That way we'll mostly be dead or elderly and we'll shift the blame for the whole thing, this whole six extinction self-induced apocalypse will be on the heads of the yet unborn or very young. So listen, there's, there's, there's something else we can do. They won't monitor, they won't enforce, they'll break the pledges like they have in the past. Forget it, forget about them. Come back to the local here Come with us into the J.P. Morgan Chase, say. The Rockefeller Center, J.P. Morgan Chase. It's the biggest polluter, the financier, the most toxins that go into the air, water, and soil. There they are. Okay, so we walk in there. And we start singing and preaching. And our energy washes over the desks of, say, 50 executives who are sitting there with wealthy clients who are pushing oil stocks around on a screen. Well... Our earth is going out there into their earth. And time for thank yous and goodbyes. I go to the mountain. That's the Stop Shopping Choir. That's a live recording of their performance at Joe's Pub at the Public Theater. And that's, a, that's our holiday run. We're in that run right now. That song is composed by Sundar Ganglani. Thank you, Sundar. The Ojibwe Fish Song. Margaret Newton is the singer of her own composition. Hopi Sunrise Song, so beautiful. The Green Fire Wolf story, that's Dave Foreman telling that story about Aldo Leopold. Dave is a co-founder of Earth First. We owe you so much, Dave. Dave Foreman passed away this past year. That is courtesy of Adam Hintz. It's his, his YouTube site that it was taken from. After the Storm, that beautiful song. The Fiery Eagles of Justice, Jason Candler on the saxophone, Brendan Burke on the drums, and Savitri D, our reporter from the news, from the natural world, our director at the Church of Stop Shopping, directs our performances. If you'd like to contact, we'd love to hear from you. RevBilly.com, RevBilly.com. Are you with me? Somebody give me an earth-a-lo-ya. Yeah.